Hey, thanks for checking out Scott's Good Conversation. I am Peter. Uh, I encourage you to go check out our website, scotchgoodconversation.com. We've got a Facebook. We've got an Instagram. Someday we'll have a Twitter. Um, I am sitting across from somebody I've known on and off for 10, 12 years. Yeah, pretty. Uh, when did I leave Kinko's? <laughs> or, yeah, because that was it was Kinko's day, so it had to be like two thousand, two thousand and one. That really. was uh, two thousand and one, I think. Yeah, uh, Mr. Chris Mendez. Hello, hello. Yeah, uh, um, I, he, Chris is one of those people who I, I've known forever and always thought was super cool. Ah, no, it's the truth. Nice. You are super cool. Yeah. And, and uh, am I? Um, <laughs> um. Well, we've never really hung out. We see each other, we pass by yeah. each other. I think we're 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 pretty good acquaintances. But uh, Chris is, I've always found you you fascinating from a, a, a interesting point of view because you're always you're always out, you're always doing stuff, trying to do stuff. Yeah. You always seem like you have your shit together. Thank you. Uh, That's debatable. It, At least it, it was back when we you know back in the day. It was what very was it? Debatable. Was it all smoke and mirrors? You seem like um um to to an to an extent some of it was smoke and mirrors. I mean. Um, you know, after after I got my first apartment, yeah, yeah, then, yeah. you know, I always had like a place to live and a <laughs> job and, you know, stuff like that, um, transportation. Um, so, you know, like I was, you know, like a basic citizen in that. But, um, I, you know, I've I've done some super crazy stuff. I know. We'll, then, we'll talk about it so. a little bit. <laughs> um, so uh, let me get my computer up here. Uh, I want to thank you for coming. Cheers. Right. Thank you, you know, for like having said, me. You, you, when I made my initial list of people that, that I wanted to get to know better and uh you were on the top of the list and oh, cheers my wife is very fond of you and um we were well i'll cover that in a second so <laughs> so uh, uh thanks uh what did i say i said uh we covered all that shit uh <laughs> oh also this is the part where i beg a little bit I, i've got a website and it's terrible so if anybody knows anybody who wants to uh work on a website for absolutely nothing but you'll get mentioned and i'll link you to said website and uh seven or eight people probably listen to this podcast so you might get some work out of it so uh uh, uh hit me up on facebook or instagram or at scotchinggoodconversation at gmail.com uh and uh we'll figure something out maybe i'll buy you a beer or some scotch or something uh so chris mendez i what we usually do at this point is i talk about my first memory of you okay and uh first of all have you listened to the podcast I have not, unfortunately. Oh, good. No, Sorry. Yeah. no, no, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I like this part. Someday somebody's going to say, yes, I did. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, but uh, my first memory of you would be 1997, 98, I think. At Kinko's downtown. Okay. And you were going through the training department. Yes. And I was probably in a very bad mood. <laughs> and uh, I hence, was... Hence the nickname. Yeah, well, that's where we're going. Uh, um, uh, the training department used to come through our store yeah, and do the training in our store for anybody who's, well, some people probably aren't even familiar with Kinko's, but uh, you came through and I, don't, I forgot what you said, but I was grumpy and for the next two or three years, my nickname from you was Disgruntled Pete. Disgruntled Pete, yes. Yes, which was probably very apropos at the time. <laughs> uh, and, and I apologize for being a dick. No, you weren't. <laughs> that's That's the thing. You weren't you weren't ever a dick, but but you always just seemed like really put out. Yeah, well, just like everything you're just like, oh. Let's face it, Kinko. Uh, we were way too yeah. smart oh, to be at Kinko's. Yeah, yeah, probably. But uh, that was that was that was going to be one of my questions later. But that was one of like so when I think about it, like one of the best jobs I've ever had it because was a, I could do 
all sorts of insane stuff there. What the there. fuck you want to do? Yeah, for real, because there was like no one there, and as long as you were smart enough to like avoid the cameras, yep, you yep. could like like uh, you know. <laughs> a friend of mine ran a small drug empire. Out. I, I like, don't. It was, it was I don't crazy. doubt it for a moment. Uh, I remember when I started working nights. Well, well, we'll get into that. But I I started working nights, and you, I had that Volvo. Mm-hmm. At the white Volvo station wagon. Yes, and it was kind of pimp for a Volvo station wagon. I liked. I thought it was cool. And you, you kept telling me you should deal drugs. Yeah, because like, no one's gonna suspect yeah, you in you, the Volvo, son. The, the, what What I liked was you said because you have a Volvo, and it's fast, and it's safe. Yeah. <laughs> you, you kept going. It's safe. It's a very safe. So, yeah. so uh, but I'm kind of glad I I would have been the world's worst drug dealer. Um, Anyway, so that that's my first memory of you, uh, and I'm assuming I always ask, "What's your first memory of me?" No, yeah, that's 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 okay. the same. Yeah, meeting you at meeting you at Kinko's definitely. Okay, uh, I'm gonna open the door now, and hopefully the dog won't bark. Okay, we'll cut this awkward part out. I'm sorry, it's hot in here. Oh, I'm fine actually. Surprisingly, uh, I'm usually super sweaty. It's <laughs> like all the time. It's like living on the sun. Terrible. Thank God for editing. Indeed. There we go. Um, so what we do now, that's kind of what I thought was going to do. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do uh, three things I, I think I know about you. Okay. And you can tell me if they're true or not. All right. Fair okay. enough. First of all, you were born in Trinidad. I was not born in Trinidad. Okay. Cheers. Yeah, um, I was born in uh, Chicago, actually. That's the complete opposite yeah, of Trinidad. Yeah, it is. In Evanston. Uh, but it's, it's, it's a little bit of a crazy story. I'm adopted, but I was adopted... By Trinidadian parents. Okay. Um, and uh, in 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 Evanston, and um, when I was two, they decided to move uh, the family back to Trinidad for you know so we can get some culture, so we can understand about our them. adoptive culture. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was there from like two to nine, so I spent like seven years it's in like Trinidad. A, it's a formative years. You have yeah, memories indeed. of Trinidad. Oh, I do, I do. Um, I mean, it was. Uh, I'm 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 actually really glad they did it as well yeah. because it gave me a much different perspective about like society and community mm-hmm. um, than I think I would have gotten if I had grew, grown up here because because island culture is very very different it's like um, it's much it's uh, it, it it's it's much more about us than it is about like the individual so to speak yeah, like yeah. like um, and. Sure, there's you know there's racism and classism, just like the, there is there is everywhere. But for the most part, um, everyone kind of got along with everyone else. And Trinidad is is, is kind of interesting because the th- the three major um, ethnic groups, if you will, are like black, um, Indian from East India that mm-hmm. are now West Indian, and then Chinese. So yeah, I have like a Chinese lot people. Of in my cultures, yeah, yeah, yeah a lot a lot of old cultures as well. Yeah, you yeah. Know? So so you know like steeped and 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 deep w- with their um uh own you know uh, uh ways of doing things you know um and they brought all of that over so so i grew up around you know a lot a lot of like hindu festivals yeah i have like chinese and indian people in my family so um everyone's like a big super hodgepodge that's great of cultures yeah and races, that's good you know? stuff yeah, yeah it is it is super cool because because um, I think it made me just more open to different cultures and ideas and experiences. Whereas I imagine, well, so when I came here and I walked my first day into school and I saw 
how everyone was like self-segregated. Mm-hmm. You know, you had like the mostly it was Winter Park, so oh, yeah. it was like most mostly white, white kids, kids. Yeah. and then there was like a little pocket of black kids, little pocket of Hispanic kids, and maybe the like occasional Asian. And then the losers that go in between. Yeah, and, the, and, and, yeah, and then and then yeah. that's it. You know, yeah. and then but when I, when I came to the states, it's like I was I wasn't I wasn't black enough for mm-hmm. the black kids because you know I spoke I spoke like this. And which is also strange because I, ne- I learned to talk in Trinidad, apparently, but I never picked up the accent. So in Trinidad, I talk like this and they were like, you're weird. You know, <laughs> you're an American. Yeah, exa- exactly. So yeah. in Trinidad, I was the weird American kid in Trinidad. Oops. And then in 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 America, I was the weird Trinidadian kid in America. So, 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 so like, pause there. I couldn't on. win. Yeah. Hold on. All right, we're back. Uh, we had a minor mishap with the Jeep studio. Uh, see, I, that's good because I thought you were from Trinidad. Yeah. Uh, and for those of us, uh, where exactly is Trinidad? Um, it's <laughs> next, next question. It's <laughs> it's, uh, it's the very last island on the Caribbean on the Caribbean chain. It's Trinidad and Tobago. It's uh, two two islands, one country, and it's like it's like I think less than a hundred miles, or like about a hundred miles. Or so away from um, <laughs> it, it, from if Venezuela. If that's too much, just uh, yeah, it's, it's just just pop it to the side if it's not bothering you. You're not okay. popping any peas or anything. So, okay, cool. uh, uh, I imagine this is a lot like what PRK is like. It is. Yeah, okay. it was anyway. <laughs> you, you just kind of dealt with it. That was kind of you know the charm of the place. You were yeah. like, oh, oh, great. I'm you know I'm gonna have to be even more creative about how I do this because everything's on fire. So. Nah. Okay, second thing I know about you, and I'm glad you brought this up because I wasn't sure if I could bring this up. Uh, you threw a big party at Kinko's once. I did. Yeah. Uh, what was to tell us that? About was that? Uh, that was awesome. That was um, that was me um, and my good friend to this day, uh, Dave Plotkin, who who um, is is a, a rather well known and nefarious and amazing <laughs> local figure, and he and I have definitely been through some adventures. I mean, for for quite a few. I mean, even today. We are partners in crime, you yeah, know. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of funny because I probably sound like the least street person ever, but I'm still somehow his connection to the street, <laughs> which I think is hilarious. Uh, but it's also kind of weirdly true. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, he he at the time um, uh, had uh, he he managed a band called Martian Death Ray. And, you know, he was just trying to do cool and innovative things with them. Uh-huh. Um, and he had created this event called the Vigilante Bum Rush. And the whole point was you would buy a ticket and you would know who was playing Marshall, uh, Martian Death Ray, um, what time they were playing, uh-huh. but not where they were playing. Outstanding. And he would take your phone number, right? And then an hour prior to when the show was supposed to start, the plan was to call everyone that bought a ticket and tell them where to go. And they were, everyone was supposed to try to time their arrival so they got there at the same time, like right at one o'clock, yeah. right? So, so from from uh, any outside uh, perspective, it would it would look just like all these people just showed up, <laughs> came and had a party, and then left. <laughs> left. You know, I love it. Yeah, yeah, it was you know it was it was like pre it's pre. Like, it's like a flash mob, but not annoying. But, but, but like yeah. kind of like pre flash mob. This yeah. was this was in this was in two thousand and one, I believe. Yeah, yeah, probably. Um, yeah, so so. Um, it was a brilliant idea, um, and um, we were working on, you know, the 
the the actual promotion part. I mean, he, he was in. I mean, Dave worked at like so many of my friends worked out at Kinko's late night. But this I, was pre Facebook, pre MySpace, pre, uh, yeah, yeah, pre so, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So um, so it was all like word of mouth, you know, all like you know flyers and, and kind of like a rave. Yeah, yeah, a really short, a rave. really really short rave. Yeah, because rave culture at the time was like it was just kind, kind of, of ending. Yeah. yeah, just kind of ending, but still very prominent into like how people almost like expected their experience to be. Yeah, you know? yeah. So um, so so we we were trying to figure out a place to do it. And I and I thought about it, and I was just like, you know what? I kind of don't want to work at Kinko's I hate anymore. Kinko's. <laughs> so we'll just do it at Kinko's. And he was like, dude, are you sure? And I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, so let's do it. Brilliant, because it was big yeah. and it was well lit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. and it was it, a and, secure location. Yeah, for the most part, it was. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I mean, lots of parking. Lots of parking. Exactly. Yeah. It yeah. was. It was actually a really good spot to do it. And like, you know, like ninety nine point nine nine percent. Of the credit has to go to Dave. I was just the one that was just like, "Let's do it at my job." I mean, he, you know, and but 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 everything else he put together, and it was amazing. Like like to actually be there that night working, knowing it was going to go down, right? <laughs> um, you know, uh, um, within forty five minutes, he had a full band set up, full PA, drums, guitar, everything, right? Yeah. He had he had. Um, Blacked out the front and side windows. So I didn't hear that part of the of story. The place. I love and if this. you don't, if you don't know that that particular branch had very high ceilings, yeah, um, and you know w- w- windows at the front and the side of the main entrance, so you could, you know, it was it was it was a near panoramic of, of view, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, so cops cruise in and out of that parking yeah, lot all, all the time too. All the time, yeah. So he like he had people and like a ladder, and he's putting up this paper. He had a velvet rope. <laughs> Good for right? him. Right, yeah. a, a, a girl, you know, a door person, a girl uh, with um, a tray of candy around her Cigars, neck. Cigarettes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, exactly. And two guys in robot suits. Out, oh man, I'm like, just, yeah. Amazing, amazing happening. And um, but from from Kinko's perspective, yeah, as far is, as I was probably concerned, bad. no, yeah. it's super bad. All they see on the cameras, and they showed me the footage later, which is how they fired me or whatever, right? Um, was um, I'm working, just yeah. casually working, <laughs> photocopies, right? yeah. and then all of a sudden these people just kind of busted to start doing stuff. <laughs> and then there was a place on the counter that you could sit that was in a blind spot for all the cameras. Yeah. So all you see is me just like. How would you figure that out? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Too much time there, man. Yeah, no, Too no, much time there. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 we just yeah um, we, we we just like walked you know so so I'm working and then all of a sudden the people come in like very nonchalantly not even like really even you know like acknowledging that people are storming through the door I just casually walk toward the counter and then disappear <laughs> <laughs> and um so and then like all this craziness happens and what's 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 even more nuts is we would have gotten away with it I think. If it if that 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 same night two managers came to do work after hours like they weren't scheduled to they just decided to and they come in and see all this oh, see I've never heard that part yeah, of the story that's, either that's yeah. what, that's how it got shut down it was sort of by accident uh, because no one no one no one really knew about it in in the organization or whatever you know what I'm saying so it, it was just by accident that they happened to stop by did they call the cops the cops came. We had to shut everything down. Did you? Did they fire you on the spot? No, or were no. you expected to work the rest of the I was, night? Yeah, I, I, I did work the rest well, of the I night. I would have been like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna fire <laughs> no, it anyway." No, 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 no. Yeah. no like I, I mean, I mean, uh, I I had planned to just like 
to just play it out till the end, just yeah. like nothing happens. Deny, deny, deny. Exactly. As yeah. soon as soon as the managers come in, right, and they see everything, and they they, they look at me, I'm just sitting on the counter. I just like hop off and just start working again, yeah. making like, photos. Like, exactly. Like yeah. nothing's going on, and oh. they come in like, "Did you see this happening?" And I was just like, "Yeah, it was just some kids playing music. I didn't see what the big deal was." And they were like, "We're gonna talk to you about this." And I was just like, "Well, okay." But I got all these copies to make, so I'm going to get back to work. Well, the funny part from my perspective of that story is uh, they did fire you, mm -hmm. and I took your job. Oh, word. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah, I remember I, that. Yeah, yeah I, I was. I think somebody worked for like like uh, two weeks, and I was in transition. I'd been in management at the downtown store, and I wanted nothing to do with management anymore because I word. just hated everything about Kinko's and yeah. the, the way they treated their employees, but I couldn't afford to quit. So I, I applied for the nighttime shift, and I was never happier in 10 years of working at Kinko's than I was those, well, it was about eight years at that point. I think, yeah. I, think I worked that shift wow. for like a year and a half. Yeah. Uh, it was a dope shift, it, it, man. It was, it was right at the time of Napster. Yeah. So I would, I would I, I think we had the same shift. It was eight to eight. Yeah. We, we had Saturday, Sunday, and Monday nights. Yeah. You, were, you got out there at eight o'clock at night, and usually the shift before you would leave like around 11. So I'd go, well, who wants to leave early? And they go, we do, we do, you know, we want to go to a party. I said, well, if you finish all this work, I'll just clock you out at 11. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so they would, they would, everybody would run around and get all this shit done. Yeah. And then I, uh, I, you know, I'd leave, have them leave me something in case somebody came in. Uh, and I would spend the rest of the night just burning shit to, to, to <laughs> disc and, and uh, Napster. I had the biggest downloaded collection of music in the world. That's beautiful. And then I started selling all my records on eBay. And then I, I that's, I was pretty much had a, a just a shop that I ran out, out of, of Kinko's. Kinko's. I, I mean, because I didn't have, this is 2000. So yeah. we had a shitty computer at home that barely got on, it was dial up. But Kinko's had all the shit. Yeah, so like I, the I, T3 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, so. so I, I, I that's, uh, yeah, I, I've I've never heard the whole part of that story. Yeah, but, yeah, that uh, was that was the best way to get fired. I almost, I almost, I I seriously contemplated doing like um, the uh, the um, uh, the half baked like fuck you, fuck you, <laughs> you're cool, fuck because like yeah. I'm walking out right, and this like feeling is welling up as I'm I'm turning and I see the phone there and I know how to turn on the intercom, you know, and I'm like, yo, do I just go out and like this place of glory, dude? Like, cause I just got fired for doing this crazy thing, and it's just like, what's it matter now, you know? So I was like, I'm, I'm like, and it was seriously like slow motion, and I chickened out at the last moment. Oh, no, like, okay. that, that's my favorite. That's like, that's my one regret about that whole thing was was not even taken into the next you level. Really, you know? when my my favorite getting fired story. That's that's a great. No, no, that was the best. And one it was pretty ever. legendary. You Cheers. you uh, you were big news among the management people. <laughs> no, I I've, I figured it got it got yeah. everywhere. Like like um, how supposedly I was t I was told um, a little bit later that the reason they pressed because. <laughs> As far as the video goes, they have no like legitimate evidence that I was even involved because uh -huh. I just disappeared, you yeah. know. So you know, I could have argued that I if was I in really, the bathroom. Yeah, if I really wanted yeah. to. And again, like I'm the only one there. I could be like, yeah, I was in the back, or yeah. what? You know, there's there's so many people in here. What Sometimes am I supposed I don't to know. do? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know. So, um, but um, strangely enough, and this again was way back in the day. There was um, um, an internet reporter 
that was uh, from New York happened to be in Orlando and was doing some work in the computer area. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, yeah. and like saw this happen and then wrote about it. That's cool. On this website in New York. So like a New York uh, a Kinko's manager contacted our store manager oh, and dick. was like, what is going yeah, on? This story tale. is all the way over here. Yeah. That this happened in or in in, in Winter Park or whatever. Uh, so so that, that they were like, okay, now it's like this whole big thing. So something had to be done. Because I worked for like another two weeks after that. It was it was it was almost like they were like building a case. I, I can't even me. imagine the conversation like, that was going, how do we fire him? Because there's no real grounds yeah, to fire exactly, him. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So so yeah, so it was it was it was pretty crazy. But I, but at that point, I was just like, I, yeah, I wanted to get out of there anyway. And it was it, it wasn't getting hostile, but you know, no, I know. Yeah, yeah. They they fired me on New Year's Eve. Oh wow! Of uh, two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand two, uh, New Year's wow. Eve, like at six o'clock. Didi and I had just gone to Paris for a week. Oh wow! Which was nice, great trip, yeah, that's you know. Awesome. And, and uh, I came home, and went in, and my name wasn't on the schedule. You know, I'm not, I'm not stupid. Yeah. So it's like, my name's not on the schedule. And uh, they were like, uh, well, just take another day off and we'll come in tomorrow. And I said, really? Tomorrow, New Year's Eve? And they said, well, and then I went, I don't have any vacation time. I just got back from vacation. They said, we're going to give you a day. And I said, it's a mighty big thing. I appreciate wow. that. So I took the yeah. day off and kind of gathered all my ducks in a row and went and got it. Like, I got a job that afternoon. Oh, word. So, um, uh, it, it was fine, but oh, I mean, cool. I had been there like nine years. I figured yeah, out like nine years, time. nine months, and like I think it was like thirteen days, and they fired wow. me on New Year's Eve. That's the kind of cocksuckers they are. Yeah, yeah, they were pretty. <laughs> I mean, like so when I first started there, it was actually cool. Yeah, yeah. And then it just just got worse and worse and worse and worse. The more corporate it got, you know. Yep, yep. And so yeah, but yeah, I mean, but but again, like one of the dopest jobs I've ever had. Like every drug that I've ever done. I have done at Kinko's. I I was wondering if we could bring that up. <laughs> sure. So so after uh, <laughs> after I get Chris's job, and I'm I'm nighttime guy, Chris would come in the store like on a Saturday or Sunday night at, at like four thirty in the morning, you know, and I'm kind of wired on caffeine and in the store by myself for three hours, and you come wandering in out of a party or something. Yeah. And you would what I had dubbed, and I and I, I brought this into my life because I think it's hilarious. Called the uh, unnecessarily long hug. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I love the unnecessary long hug, and you taught me how to do it. You yes. would come in and you're like, "Give me some love, give me some love, give me some love," yep. and you would hug me, and you'd bring me really in tight. Yeah, like, and then you just wouldn't let go, and it'd be like you hugging me in an empty store for like three minutes. <laughs> and I and you've done it so many times, yeah. and I finally like, okay, dude, I this is. Just two men so sure of themselves <laughs> that they can hug each other in a kinkos at yes. four thirty in the morning for yes. an extended long hug, and I, I don't know if you you were just peeking or or, or just fucking with me. No, 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 no. Well, for one, I really like hugs. No, I know, I, I do too. Which um, is, hugs just, are great. Yeah, was, um, you give a really good warm hug. Cheers, thank yeah. you. I, uh, I actually work on it. I yeah, do. You know, I'm very proud. If of there was my a team, you would be on it. I, I would, I would like to think so. Uh, there really should would. be a hugging team. There should be a hugging team. Should be a sport. Why, why isn't there not a hugging team? Um, team hug. Yeah, but I used to tell Dee about that, and she's like, "That's the funniest thing," yeah. and. Well, the the thing that it became a thing was at my wedding. Didi had this grandfather who literally was uh, from uh, 
Germany and very, I think he was, at the time, he was probably like 78. Oh, wow. Very German, very, very German. Yeah. And as he was leaving our wedding, I was so glad he came because they weren't going to come. And uh, as he was leaving our wedding, he said, Peter, I want to thank you for having me at the wedding. And he went to shake my hand. I took him and I hugged him. <laughs> and I gave him the unnecessarily long hug. <laughs> And and he, like he started to pull away, and it's like no, 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 no stay. <laughs> when I was drunk, just stay just uh, a little longer. Come on, oh. come on. <laughs> See, well, I was I was I was more than likely on ecstasy. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I figured. Yes. Yeah. Um, and two, unbeknownst to me at the time, and is apparently you know uh, common like internet knowledge now. Like supposedly, if you hug for like over ninety seconds, it releases like these endorphins and chemicals that make you feel like safe. And like loved. I'm and glad happy. I was there to help. Yeah, you, you know, made me so. feel really awkward because I wasn't on ecstasy. <laughs> but 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 I, I somehow I appreciated it. So I'm I'm, I'm mad about my. <laughs> That's probably why you appreciated it. It's because of the of the inert like chemical release that it created. You're just it, like it just... I'm uncomfortable on a social level, but I feel really good about myself. So no, I, I always thought it was hilarious, and I really like that you used to come and check on me. Yeah. At least I, at least I think that's what no, you're doing. No, that was that was basically yeah. it, just to see how you were doing. Because yeah. I mean. I, I knew how much, how lonely the job could be, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And um, I didn't know if you had, like, crazy friends like me that <laughs> no, would no, be up at, like, 5 in the morning. So I would I would stop by and see you. And you were always, like, the super cool guy. You I was, just, I was, you just I, kick it with me. Strangely, you know? I really liked that job. Like, I, I had a mm -hmm. good time there. Um, I had a great time. And the third thing I know about you is uh, you... Uh, you had or have a show on WPRK, uh, Rollins yes. Radio? I, I had, yeah. Okay. Um, that ended? In 2012. Okay. Yeah, I, got... I, I thought you would, were getting it back last time I talked to you. Um, I was I was definitely thinking about it. Um, the weather's a little bit more favorable for that. Mm -hmm. um, um, but I, now it's more, it's a time issue because I have quite a few other projects. Job. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, a very involved day job. Um, but, uh, no, that, that was one of my greatest pleasures. I love doing that radio show in uh, in my approximation. It's kind of what allowed me access to the scene, yeah. uh, um, you know, and gave me credibility and allowed me to like kind of show people what I was capable of just based on the fact that I had a show on PRK. Yeah. Because it's so, it's so well respected in the local scene. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just amazing. The yeah, it's it's good. It's a, a decent radio. It's the only decent radio yeah, station. Pretty in much, house. pretty there's, much. There's, there's nothing else. Yeah, there's still there's still really really amazing stuff happening there too. Like old schoolers that have been there for like you know fifteen, twenty, some I think thirty. Someone hit thirty years recently. Maggie. Uh, yeah, a, a punk rock in your PJs. She lives up and around the corner. Oh, that's went to school awesome. with her, so I, oh, I, uh, that's I've dope. gotten to know her a little bit. Yeah, I, I listen to her show all the time. It's yeah. one of my favorites. She's so good. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, so she's, she's just really natural at yeah, what she does. She's so good at it. You I know? should probably have her on now that I think oh, about it. Oh, most definitely. Because, yeah, she's like, yeah, it's just so enjoyable to listen to. It seems effortless, and she's, she's just, yeah, I mean... I mean, it's it's super good music, and she's that's a case that she's doing it because to. he loves it too. That, that oh. that's a cool thing. I mean, oh, she's yeah. like a mom, like a like the, she's got kids and has a, a vegetable co-op that she does. I mean, she's you, if you didn't know who she was, you wouldn't know who she was. Yeah. Uh, okay, now I do a couple things in threes. Okay. Uh, top three bands or singers, quick go. Top three, sorry, bands or singers. Or... Top three bands or singers. Um. Okay. Uh. Radiohead. Um, crap. 
Oh, the Roots. Okay. Because they're an amazing band. And I'll say I'll say my old band, which is Deaf to the Industry, because I really like. What which we I, did. I never got to see, unfortunately. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you uh, know. Top three books. Top three books. Um, uh, probably. Well, my favorite book growing up was Count of Monte Cristo. Um, my uh, favorite Douglas Adams book, because I love yeah. Douglas Adams, was yeah. Last Chance to See. It was the only nonfiction book that he wrote. I, bet I haven't read that. Yeah, it's, and I like Douglas Adams yeah, a lot. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Yeah. Um, it's it's him going to all um, of these like far-flung places to find uh, near-extinct animals with, with like different environmentalists and like adventurers and stuff, and him writing about... His experiences, so so he's like tromping through like the jungle and going to like Antarctic. You know, he like, died too soon. Yeah, oh, he really, really did. That man was a genius. Yeah. Just you know, he could make something like super mundane into something hilarious just with how he told you about it. Diddy bought me a uh, a salmon of doubt. Oh, word! Yeah, are you familiar with that yeah, one? Yeah, that's uh, that it was all the stuff that was found on his computer after he passed away. Oh no, 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 no! I didn't know. I yeah, didn't, that's yeah. And it's I felt a little bad reading it because it's the stuff that he didn't want. He, he deemed not good enough. Yeah. And I felt like it might have been his family trying to make just one little bit of bucks off him. Ah, uh, boo. Uh, yeah, that, that was but it, it was still thing. a really good book. I'm sure the, yeah. the, man, the man was incredible. And then um, what else? I don't, that, that, that's, to, to be honest, it's like, it's sad to say, like, I haven't, I haven't probably, like, completed a book in over a, a decade. I've been like, trying to read more. Yeah. After, yeah. after music kind of pervaded my life, um, that, so when I have time to seek out new information, that's usually what I go for. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's it's strange that like, you know, I would rather um, you know uh, check blogs for like new tracks than like read a book in the middle the, of the night. You know what I'm time. saying? Yeah. Yeah. So, but but I, I am I am trying I am I am trying to to read more. Um, but uh, I will say, and th th this goes back to like my adolescence. Um, it was one of the, the books that I enjoyed reading and it kind of taught me something neat about just, um, um, I don't know, the, kind of like the amazingness of life is like the, uh, the bumblebee flies anyway. Never it's, heard of it. you know, it's like a coming of age story. Yeah. Um, but there's a part of it where it talks about the bumblebee and on, on like that th they essentially break the laws of physics, like their, their wings aren't big enough and that the muscles that power them aren't strong enough for them to be able to fly by any any measurable like scientific means but somehow they fly anyway yeah 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 so it's it's like this wonder of nature and to, to, to us they're like these annoying things that appear every once in a while and you know like slightly bump into us and we're like oh my god it's a yeah. big, they make big, delicious honey though so. yeah yeah they do uh, but it's like they're this they're they're a wonder of nature they pollinate know? shit we need that also. yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a big big problem with like bees dying and stuff um Sad. okay that's uh oh, oh uh, three movies these are the oh. important things oh three movies okay Top three movies easy uh brazil okay that's that's um, the Monty Python guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Terry yeah. Gilliam um, yeah. blew my mind. So when I first saw it, um, I, I still like watching it to I this day. I think I need to watch it again. It's, it's been a really long time. Oh, it's yeah. so it's just so lush and and um, gorgeous. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous movie. And 
when it came out and what he was able to do like visually with it it still stands up like today yeah. with, with with you know like um you know uh computer graphics able be, being able to, to make something look completely Avatar. real yeah, yeah. completely 100 percent real it's like he's using like models and you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. and like 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 kinds of animation and you know sets and props and all this stuff and it's it's just as 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 wonderful and and you know and uh, amazing and creative and like it's it's a very like dreamy kind of film. I think I will go back and look at it. Like it's I said a, it's I think I've seen it it's once a super and it was dope a long movie. time ago. Super super dope movie. Two more. Two more. Um probably I'll say Reservoir Dogs. Good movie. Cuz yeah, cuz that that just that just changed everything. Cha- yeah, it really, really did. That was that was the first time I saw Quentin Tarantino, and of course, you know, I've seen every single one of his movies after that. I, I, I love him as a storyteller. Um, you know, s- s- some people say say he steals. I like to think he he's he's a, he's so amazing at creating homages that it seems like theft. He's kind of sampling almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah but which... but I mean, from for me, that makes sense. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From 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 like a music perspective. Because I mean, like I, I sample stuff, yeah. you know. Yeah, so it's like, so it's 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 a respect thing. Yeah, you know? definitely. I, I love it's this, like, this so much. So great, I'm and I'm not as a... smart as this person, so I'm just gonna <laughs> borrow it. But, yeah, yeah. And, and but, 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 but like, so 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 he may may not have been you know as smart or creative in that one aspect, but like how he uses that information Absolutely. is yeah. way more creative than a, a, a lot of people are about anything. You know, yeah, he's making these so, spaghetti westerns, but making yeah. them modern. Yeah, yeah, it's really really dope. So, um, and then, what's uh, another one of my favorite movies? Um, damn it, people texting. Um, honestly, I really like uh, really like Layer Cake. That's like a that's a very very rewatchable movie. I have for no me. idea what that is. It's cool. It's um it stars uh guy. No, it's not guy Pierce. Um, who's who's the new James Bond? Uh, some older handsome guy. Yeah, that yeah. that dude. I forget his name. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a fan of that dude, and I'm sad that I, that I can't remember his name. Okay. I don't think it's um, <laughs> But um, but um, okay. It's it's directed by the producer of Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Okay. And it's a very kind of similar story where there's these different groups of people and you see how their stories like interlock and intertwine. Yeah. And there's like a twist and yada, yada, yada. Cool. Till the very end. But whereas Lock, Stock is very like super duper stylized to where, you know, there's like super cartoonish moments in it. And it's almost like these visual explosions this is like sleek and like um, like well well paced and just it's just like I, I don't know it, it appealed to me on a completely different way than Lockstock. I love Lockstock and Two Smoking Barrels, but I really really like Layer Cake because it was I don't know it was just so smooth in, in how it was handled and the character is really really dope. He says at the beginning of it like he's not he's not a drug dealer. He's a businessman whose commodity happens to be cocaine, so that it, <laughs> yeah. it, it, it like kind of changes, you know, your perspective as to like how he sees things. And honestly, that watching that movie was the only moment where I really considered being like, could I, yeah, could I be a drug this. dealer? Because I have, you know, like there's, there, yeah, there's access. Can I be that guy? You know, but I was just like, nah, nah, nah. nah. It's probably best. Yeah, no, we, most we definitely. We might not be sitting here. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I'm glad I didn't become a drug dealer, but still, you know, it was just it like. It might have been a little fun. Yeah. The for, money. For a minute. Yeah. Whores. But they're crack whores, you know. Yeah. They're, not into that. They can blow you, but that's it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, uh, 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 
you ask me your first question, please. Okay. Uh, um, um, I, I was actually really, really curious if you could trace back, um, like, like elements of the aesthetic that you use to choose the clothes that you have for Bampana. Because I see your stuff, uh-huh. and it's like it's incredibly curated. It's like super Thank duper curated, like, and it's like st- like stuff that you just wouldn't see, and um, you know, and just e- even like how you put some of the outfits together and stuff. It's just like really, really neat, and I'm always very impressed with everything that you find, and and then you know your presentation of that. Because it's like, I, I wish I was several sizes smaller because I would probably buy like most of the stuff that you had. Those those suits, they're just like, I'm just like, damn, son, it's so, you know, it's yeah, fly. You know? Yeah, I, you're not the only person who's told me that. Unfortunately, everybody back in the 70s and 60s was really super slim because <laughs> they went outside and walked and yeah. didn't yeah. eat McDonald's. <laughs> and and uh, it, there was a lot of cocaine, yeah. I think, in that, and a lot of disco dancing. That's my Cheers. theory. It was, it, was, uh, it was all the dancing. Um, I'm cool with that. Um, I should dance you know, I, I'd love to tell you I know what I'm doing, and I'm just kind of making it up as I go along. And I think hmm. I, I've, I've gotten relatively good at it. Uh, but like anything else, I, I dove into as far as my own businesses go. Yeah. Um, it, it was me at first just cleaning out my closet. Wow. I, you know, and Dee Dee was like, you know, you really can't be wearing this any longer. You're a, what? How old was I? You're a 45 year old man. You know, you can't be wearing, you know, this. Youth of Today t-shirt. <laughs> Please stop. I, I, I got to go out in public with you. So I started throwing stuff up on uh, on Etsy. Mm. Actually, you know, really what it... After Kinko's let me go, uh, there was a little bit of time and I had some downtime waiting for my new job to start and I started selling my records on eBay. Yeah. And that's kind of how it all started because I may mean, had 3,000 records at some one point, uh, which I kind of wish I still had. But Yeah, that's about how much... I probably have like two G's in records, but yeah. I stopped collecting seriously like several years ago after the whole digital revolution. Yeah, that little bit. you know the nice thing about selling them online was the people who were buying them because I would say of the three thousand, probably two thousand were twelve inches. Yeah, uh, people who are looking for a specific, you know, white label copy of something. Yeah, you know, you they they were they were willing to pay a little bit of money for, it, and you knew it was going to a good home. Yeah. Was, you know, I didn't want to go sell it to those clowns over at Rock and Roll Heaven. Yeah, no, yeah, they never give you. Yeah, uh, so I close I, to what it's worth. My favorite. This is aside from what you just asked. Uh, my favorite, as far as selling those records, I had I was always been a big U two fan, mm-hmm. and I had a huge chunk of U two vinyl, and a lot of it was bootlegs and and uh, fan club pressings that I acquired through thrifting and stuff. That's so, cool. So like about that many, tw- like twelve inches. Damn son, that's like that's like a like a visual foot by it. By yeah, <laughs> I guess yeah. that doesn't translate yeah. well. Uh, <laughs> like a, a foot, a foot of. Yeah, of records. Think of records. That's crazy. And I, I sold it to some lady, uh, like as a bulk a bulk set, and I didn't get what I wanted for it. I think no. I got like two hundred bucks, uh, and I knew they were worth more, mm. and I should have sold them individually. And again, this is uh, two thousand one, maybe early two thousand two, uh, and she sent me a, a a handwritten letter back. She wrote a letter back. Oh wow saying that she'd been looking for a lot of these since she was a kid and, and you know the, these are the missing pieces in her collection yeah and that that made me real happy and I kind of like what I'm doing now because I get to find these little pieces of art you know these these little 1960s mod suits or 70s funky bell-bottom things yeah and uh, 
they get to go to a good home. You know, they're not going to hang on a rack or, or they're, you know, they're eventually in most like that. <laughs> yeah. I, I noticed if I crack my knuckles, you can hear it on the mic. Uh, mostly uh, in the bigger thrift stores, if stuff doesn't sell after a long period of time, uh, eventually it gets sold to uh, big warehouses and made into racks. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it just makes my heart <laughs> yeah, scream out a little bit. That's so sad. Uh, the, 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 the story that got me like really hooked on doing what I'm doing, uh, I sold a uh, 1970s green corduroy suit to a guy who'd moved to Sweden from Ireland to get married. It was it was horrible. It looked like a, a uh, Peter Brady looking thing with <laughs> oh the gosh. lapels were like yeah. I think that I think I'd measured the lapels at five inches. Oh good. Just Lord. just ridiculously yeah. horrible. And uh, yeah, like a, a seven or eight inch flare on the pants, bell bottoms. Uh, and he wrote me a letter saying, you know, the tie that you have these pictures with is that for sale. And I, I looked and I hadn't put it up yet because I mean I, I had ties, I have ties coming out of my ass. Uh and I looked at the tie, and it was from the mall that was on Colonial before Barnes & Noble was there. I think it was called the Winter Park Mall or something. Okay. There, was, yeah. there, there was a mall there, and there was a men's clothing store in there. Huh. That mall was torn down in 92, I think. This tie was clearly from the 70s. It was probably four inches wide. Yeah. I bought it in an estate sale, and I the way I thought of it is – the guy took it off the last time he ever wore it, hung it up in his closet, probably retired, probably passed away. Uh, I bought it. I used it a couple times. And then uh, the guy asked about it. And I said, I'll tell you what, you're getting married. It's a gift. I'm just going to – I paid a quarter for it. Uh, uh, I, I said, it's a gift. I'm going to just – I'll just include it in the suit. Yeah. I sent it, and uh, I got an email back from him saying, uh, you just made my fiance so happy. You know, th- this is the outfit she wanted. Yeah. And I started thinking about how th- this tie had – this life here in Orlando, then a little life at my house, and then went to Sweden to start another life. Yeah. You know, and, and I really dig that aspect of what I do. No, that's beautiful. It's it's like it's like a marked piece of like these two individuals' history, yeah. like halfway across the world. That's fantastic. I know. I, I, yeah. I, and I, that's uh, so I didn't really answer your question. <laughs> um, to answer your question, I have no idea what I'm doing, <laughs> but I like what I'm doing. All right. Cheers. That's, that's uh, uh, true. All right. That's it's uh. I'm pretty famous for just pretty much not answering your question. I'd make an excellent politician. <laughs> okay, your first question. Uh, who was your first crush? My first crush um, was probably this girl named uh, Nicole in Trinidad. Ooh. And we were the same age. And it was dope in Trinidad because um, somehow in like a basically a third world country, my folks managed to be like middle class and we lived in like these like the the first like suburb we were fancy boy yeah well yeah. sort of like well, well i mean you know there's there's huge disparities there's people that have like a bunch of money that own these big businesses and they have like you know like houses with like fences and it's crazy you know yeah. and then there's like mostly everyone else but um at the time in like you know the uh the late 70s early 80s there was an emerging middle class in trinidad and my parents like happened to be a part of that when you know like it, like uh like um like banking and different businesses kind of came in to try to modernize everything mm-hmm. um he he was he worked uh, he was like a like um like a, a computer program programmer he actually worked with like punch cards and yeah, stuff yeah it's and, old school yeah yeah like um so, so he was actually doing stuff that not a lot of people did on the island you know um so so he managed to kind of eke out this middle class existence for us 
um, and we lived in like the first kind of prefab tract housing uh-huh. suburb in Trinidad in Arima. It's called um, uh, Santa Rosa Heights, and um, and you know it was like all the houses looked exactly the same. So when you first moved in, except they were like these different bright colors, like like <laughs> light blue and pink and orange and yellow. And then eventually, like as the years or so went on, like every house ended up being a little different because of of what everyone added to their own house, you know. So that so yeah, that, that was that was just a really cool experience. But um, I, we were surrounded by families. It was mostly families. So so like when when you know like I had a birthday party, there was like thirty kids there, all just from like around the neighborhood. And Nicole was like just one of my neighbors, but I just always remember thinking that she was like super cute and uh-huh. whatever, whatever. So that was probably so my my first like crush to where I was like, I like you when you're Did a you tell girl. Her? Um, yeah, I, actually, uh, we would uh, we would like sneak off oh. and and like and like kiss, oh, that's you know, but, but like really, you know, like cute yeah. kid kissing, like I love you, I love you too, because oh. we didn't you yeah. didn't know what to do besides that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that so that was. That was kind of neat. Um, what's what's funny is that I really haven't thought about that. I wonder what she's doing. I could probably Facebook her. Yeah, she's I was like, gonna say, let's look her up right now. I don't know. I should, <laughs> but um, I wish I don't remember her last name. Oh, so that's gonna make it harder. It's gonna make it much much harder. But yeah, yeah I, I I definitely remember just Nicole. Um, but probably probably so my first crush that I could really do something about uh-huh. um, was this girl uh, Jen in uh, middle in high school. Uh-huh. And we actually don't talk anymore. That's a whole other story. But but we had this like it was it was like a defining kind of relationship in my life. Um, and she screwed me over like a bunch of times. Oh no! Yeah, man. and I just kind of kept on going back because I was like, I thought that's what like love was supposed oh, to that be. That yearning. That, yeah, yeah. Oh, I you love know. You. And but like like I uh, I heard something recently like you know like so, so people say like you know love is supposed to be like unconditional, but that that's that's for a, a very small select group of people, like 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 your 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 partner. That's very conditional. It's like if they betray you, yeah, you're not supposed to be like, "Well, I love you, so I'm gonna yeah, no." I'm gonna, like, you get to you get to pass on. Yeah, that yeah. One. There's yeah. lines, you know. There's, there's lines. There's so. certain things that you, you go, okay. We'll, we'll give you a second chance. Yeah, but, yeah but especially just, if it's multiple betrayals. There you go. Yeah. So, but but you see, like I hadn't I hadn't I guess learned that yet. I no. just thought because I was in love with this person, I was just supposed to deal Take it. Yeah. with whatever it is Take it. that it they. Makes you a man. Yeah, and then and then you know because of this. Because my, my my love was that strong, I almost had to like prove it to myself. And then like later, I was just like, "This is dumb. Like, <laughs> why am I allowing sucks. myself yeah. to be hurt so much by this person?" Nah, so that's, yeah, that's it's uh, okay. Number two. Number two, two, two. Oh, oh. that was weird. Okay, um, uh, we just did uh, your uh, your first uh, crush. Mm-hmm. What? And this is kind of the same. Uh, what's your first memory? Um, I really don't know. Like, I think, okay. Um, a lot of my memories of my childhood are like out of body, if that makes any sense. It isn't me like experiencing this thing through my eyes. It's me watching myself do something. Little movies. Yeah, sort of. So I don't know if it's an actual memory or just some kind of concoction. But the earliest thing that I think I can remember is like me playing in the snow in this little snowsuit in Chicago. In Chicago. And like making a snowman. Yeah. So it had to be before I was like two years old or whatever. How long were you in Trinidad? You said uh, uh, seven years. That's that's cool that your parents 
brought you there to yeah, yeah, yeah. make no, I, you more worldly. Yeah, I really, I really, yeah. I really appreciate. I, I appreciate them for countless amounts of reasons. Like I'm incredibly lucky. Consider, I mean, like it's weird. Like if you're if you're uh, adopted, um, it's hard not to think about like supposeds, like what could have happened mm-hmm. because like someone already, you know, y- 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 you were born to someone and they already made a choice to be like, nah. Yeah, you know, got to mess with your head a little. Yeah. Bit. So 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 it's just like so. What happens after that? Yeah. is is like you know it, it could anything could happen in your mind you know especially as a, a mind of a child like your imagination yeah. just goes crazy um but like i you know like looking back again incredibly lucky because i for one i got to experience a whole different culture which um allowed allowed me um i think to almost retain like um uh a different uh, a deeper maybe understanding of 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 people and culture than if I had just grown up in the states Absolutely. you know and 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 had such you know like a like a, a a narrower scope because I had access to all these different people um that were from different places and brought you know all all of the greatness from their particular cultures you know to our culture and everything re- honestly really everyone really seemed to get along yeah um i i, I don't remember there being moments where someone was called out for being this or that like you know like people use like names and stuff but it was always almost like jokingly like hey you know like the, you know like if if you're like indian and black you think they're like a coolie that's like one of the words yeah, yeah, and some yeah. people take offense to it some people don't like most people don't but some people do and um and you know so so you know i, I would hear like stuff like that but it was always in in like uh like a, 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 a positive or pleasant context like hey you know you crazy person why you why you know you ain't calling me in a while or whatever you know yeah, yeah. so um yeah because then coming here and just seeing all the lines of division you know it, it did honestly make me feel kind of you know like like an outcast but um you know and I, I'm, I'm a weird guy i'll, I'll easily admit that bit. But um, good, good weird though. Well, cheers. I appreciate yeah. that. But I mean, you know, it's just like having having that contrast kind of allowed me to be like, well, I know it's different, and it makes more sense to me somewhere else. So maybe, maybe, sure, it's me, but sure, it's but it's also this place and yeah, yeah. how society is here. So, so that redirected me kind of more like toward myself and like what I wanted and what I needed and what and who I needed to be. And then after you know, as I started figuring out. Um, more of that than the people that I was, you know, supposed to find found me because we were on like similar journeys for whatever reason. You Absolutely, know? yeah. So, so I, I was, you know, happy to be able to to have that experience. Definite. Uh, number three, who would play you in the movie of your life? Who would play me in the movie of my life? Um, uh, if it's me as an adult, I would like I would like Ving Rhames just because uh, he was. I know um, the name. Yeah. Um, you know, he was uh, he was uh, in Pulp Fiction. He was like uh, the gangster in in Pulp Isn't Fiction. He dead? No, oh. the, there's a rumor that he was dead. There's oh. there's um, another actor that's like large and bald that he died was recently. In, um, 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 Michael Clark Duncan, I believe is is his name. He was in the Green Mile. 
Yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ving Rhames is another dude. Okay, he isn't. He isn't he's as the, huge. He's Marsalis. Yeah, you know, my, my, the, the band aid Wallace. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Okay. Just because he's like so smooth and so tough, I, could, I would I could like. See that. I would like to Chris. think yeah. that, like, but I mean, like, I, I, I'm, I'm much, much sillier, I think, in real life than, than like, like any character that I've ever seen him play. But um, I often think about, you know, like if, if I, like if. If I could, if I could be any kind of way, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I would. I think I would like to be like the like you know laid back kind of smooth like ass gangster type you, cat. You, you've, you've, but, got a, <laughs> you've got a, a, a certain uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, there's a vibe about you. You're you're the guy who sits in the corner of the room and people come and talk to you. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That's kind of how it. There was a bit of a time I think. To, were you walking around with a cane for a little while? Yeah, yeah. Because you, you, you had like some knee surgery. Uh, I ruptured my Achilles. Yeah, it suited you. Yeah, <laughs> I was told that quite a bit actually. Because because I would just walk and like kind of have to pose with the cane. I mean, you you knew it was a prop. You I mean you you needed it, but you I did. Kind, but you kind of liked having oh, it. I actually really did. I had yeah. it. I had it like customized. Yeah. It had like it had like um, it said my name on it. It said Cub, and then um, I have a, a logo. It's called the Death Bear. It's like a bear skull yeah, and crossbones. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like it's it's actually all over the city, strangely enough, but in like select places. But um, my boy Adil, who's a, an amazing, amazing artist and can do anything, so with vinyl, um, he made me the sticker basically. So I had a black cane, and he made like this gold vinyl, and it said Cub, but with, with, with like a coffin shape around the letters outstanding and yeah. then like and then like all these like death bears like around it cool and it would just it just looked neat you yeah. know so no i remember i saw you at the peacock room one night and it was like all right that's a, that's a new new thing for you and i think i asked i was like is this a thing or do you need this and it was like i need it i, I like, need it yeah okay you're I not a dick it. no, <laughs> no <laughs> you know no. if you're flavor flavor i think you'd get away with carrying it around or or somebody in Superfly or something but no, no, I, I think I think you could that. pull it off if you were a little older yeah yeah but uh um, maybe now that I got the little gray in the beard I think so. I could probably yeah. walk with the cane and people your second mind. question please second question oh um uh Kinko's had such um it, it had a lot of influence uh like uh looking back like on my life mm-hmm. and like the things that you know, uh, you know, just just all sorts of crazy stuff. Like like a, a few of my like closest friends and people that um, I you know I became like cohorts and like um, a projects and adventures with. A lot of a lot of those a lot of those people uh, I met at Kinko's, and because there was such freedom in the job, we 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 were actually able to do just a lot of stuff creatively. Yeah, yeah. Just with ac- access to information and programs and stuff, I was curious. If your time there like influenced you as much as maybe it influenced me, because because I I was there when I was young and yeah, it yeah. became kind of like the catalyst for a lot of like it like I learned how to use Photoshop and Illustrator there, which and that knowledge allowed me to get like jobs as graphic designers uh, uh, for, for like larger companies and actually do pretty well as a graphic designer, you yeah. know. So I was curious if, if you had maybe a similar experience. I, uh, I met my wife there. <laughs> so, so the answer to that is yes. There we go. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Didi uh, came there when she was 19. And I remember she was cute as a button. I mean, she still is. Uh, but I, I was this 29-year-old guy going through this uh, no one loves me phase. And uh, it was, it's funny because right around about two months before I met Dee, 
I'd gone on some blind dates and I, you know, I was trying and I was wearing dumb clothes that I normally wouldn't wear. And, and finally I went, fuck it. I'm just going to do what I want to do. Yeah. And I let my hair all grow one horrible length. And it was, I think I had a goatee, which isn't me at all. Uh, and within like, I, I remember like, it seemed like two weeks of making this decision that I just wasn't going to try any longer. I met, I met the girl that I wound up marrying. That's wow. You know, and, uh, uh, I mean, whoa. Gee, these stupid things. Uh, Pop filters, yo. Yeah, there, there's literally a picture of her right there. That's fantastic. Uh, so, you know, she she's my best friend. So, uh, And, I mean, there, there are still people. I don't, I'm not totally in touch with people from Kinko's still, but they are some just amazing. It, it was a wonderful... I, it, I was there in the 2000s, but it, 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 it seemed like such a 90s thing that could never yeah. happen again. Yeah, it really, really does. Yeah. Just, I don't know because because like the, the the whole story was like started by like, like this yeah this yeah. hippie college kid and yeah. he was all about like paying a fair wage and like you know having sort of having fun at work and like hiring creative. It was people. an interesting place. It was a fun place to work when yeah. I first started there, and it was kind of like I always told anybody like when I was in the position to hire people, it's kind of like being in a high school yearbook every day, but <laughs> but getting paid for it. Uh, I liked the nighttime shift especially because you had time to stop and help people yeah you know if somebody came in and said well i got an interview in the morning and this is my resume and you'd be like well it's not so good why don't we try this yeah you know why don't we word this a little bit and i can take and put this on different paper or blow this up or and you had time to really take care of people and i, I really like that yeah me too um during the day i mean i, I was in management so i was just putting fires out the yeah. whole time and the Winter Park store when I worked there had a terrible manager, uh, so I, I I quit management and went to the, the downtown store. I kept getting pushed in management. Like huh. every time I turn around, someone would go, "Well, we're gonna make you assistant manager and give you like a dollar an hour raise." Which I'm not, I'm not gonna say no to that. Yeah. Uh, especially at the time, you know, this is the '90s. Yeah. Um. It was actually a decent paying job. No, I, I was then. making like thirteen bucks an hour. Yeah, at, I, was, I was thinking in, I was doing like uh, I think I maxed out at like eleven. Yeah, I was making like thirteen bucks an hour in like ninety seven. Yeah, which is really good yeah, money. That's for, not bad at all. For yeah. just a clown who barely has a college <laughs> education. Barely. I mean, I, I mean, I'm not even real college. Uh it was a good time, and and I mean, I, there are people at my wedding who who I worked with. That's cool. And actually, I mean, I'm still Facebook friends, and I still so. I still see people. St- two beers. I still, see, I still see people. Like, calm down. Slow down. <laughs> I still, see, I see people from Kinkos all the time. Cheers. We're gonna fix that in editing. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, question number four: Have you ever been in a fist fight? Um, I'd like to see you in a fist y- fight. Yes. This yes. Is a cane. Yes yeah. and no. Like, um, okay. Uh, as a as a child, I remember getting into a couple of scraps. And they both basically ended like in that classic way of like, you know, like, like me crying and just like pummeling the person (laughs) and then like having someone like have to pull me up. That Uh happened, happened once in Trinidad and then once here in the States. Yeah. And, but then like, but I'm, I'm not really a violent, a violent person. Yeah. yeah. I'm, 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 yeah. Yeah. Like it takes a lot to rile me up. I like, you know, and like, I'm, you know, like I, 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 I run scenarios, I contemplate things, and you know I, I can be um, sometimes a little a little brash, but for the most part, I'm like kind of measured. And it's it, it's usually it's like, am I gonna end up in jail? 
<laughs> if the answer is probably yes, then I usually don't do it. Every yeah. once in a while, I've been like, well, F it, let me just go do this. Send but the boy who threw a party at Kinko. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I didn't go to, I was like, I'm going to, I'm like, I probably won't go to jail for that. So, but then all the drug stuff, I probably would, would have gone to jail yeah, for. Yeah. It's, it's probably, um, again, it was probably a good idea you did. And I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad you did. Yeah, me too. But, um, uh, but as an adult, I have one story. Uh huh. And Good. it was it was kind of cool. Good, I'm glad you got in a fight. Yes, yeah. well, sort of. Okay, uh -huh. so I was with a friend, um, and we were downtown, and we went into Planet Pizza, mm -hmm. right? And Nothing then there was a, a, a fight going on in yeah. Planet Pizza, right, between these these two people. Of course. And then, so one of the guys came out from behind the counter with a rolling pin, <laughs> and like and like tried to like jump on one of the dudes, right? Uh -huh. So 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 I'm trying to keep the other guy calm. So I I, I just like rope him up, and I have him, you know, I'm I'm hop Holding him from behind, just it's kind of a bear. Hug. And I'm like, dude, it's cool. Yeah. It's it's okay. You must just chill. Just calm down, man. Just calm down. He's like, okay, okay, okay. And he's he's like starting to calm down. And then um, the, the the dude that's like st started the fight with him um, um, gets out from under the guy with the rolling pin and he leaves. But then like a, a few seconds later. He comes back in, and I'm still holding the dude. Uh -huh. And he, he, I think he tries to take a swing at the dude. Oh, it's a and sucker he, punch. Yeah, and, 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 no and, and uh, he, he hits me like like square in the jaw he on the side of the you. face, and he punched me right. Um, and and like like I remember being hit, yeah. and then turning to look at the guy, and then him being like, "Whoa!" And then like leaving, right? Uh -huh. And I talked to my friend. And she and she was like she was like it was actually kind of cool looking because he he swayed he, he swayed up took yeah. this huge swing and you just went dunk and this and you just you, you just you just kind of glowered at him and he left and, and you know and you're then, an intimidating looking dude I I, yeah. I, I definitely can be yeah. I, I I realize that and then and then after that happened this other dude came up from behind and and it was like. Pretending to look like he had a gun, I oh, guess yeah. he, he, he and he started talking all this stuff. So 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 and, and he's still and they're still trying to attack the dude that I'm holding on to. So so I like shove that dude back. You're a hero. And, and You're he's Superman. like, no, hardly, hardly. Yeah. And he's like, and he's he's like, he's just talking all this stuff. And, and I'm like, and I'm like, dude, are you really gonna pull a gun at Planet Pizza in downtown Orlando? <laughs> There's a cop, There's like a two cop feet outside, from here. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. What are you even thinking? And he's kind of like did this little shuffle thing and was like, uh, you. you probably right and then he left yeah right and then and then i was just like i was just like i just got punched in the face it's so crazy you know because i was i was relatively unfazed so i was like very proud of myself that i could take a punch because it had never been proven before you know we were uh downtown a couple years ago with a, a bunch of buddies on like a bachelor not a bachelor i guess it was a bachelor party uh and it was that that point at like 2 15 in the morning where the cops were trying to hustle everybody out yeah and everybody was drunk and uh, cars going up and down. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> and we were walking along and this car stopped. And my buddy CJ is just kind of standing there dancing like just an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, he's, a, he's a great guy. Uh, but uh, uh, the guy in the car looks up and I'm right next to him. Guy car, he says, step off. And she just, just says, what? He says, step off. And he, CJ looks at him for a second. He pulls a pistol out and points it at CJ. Oh, my God. And he had it in his lap, like under. And, yeah. and I went, you're going to shoot my friend, CJ? <laughs> which, which, if you know CJ, he, he's just like the nicest guy in the world. And we're both drunk. Yeah. And, and it just, I couldn't wrap my head around someone wanting to shoot CJ. Yeah. 
And with that, one of our good friends named Brian, who saw the whole thing, grabbed us by the collar and just kind of whipped us back. <laughs> You're trying to apply, like, logic yeah, to the like, situation. Why would you it's like, that doesn't he's... he's such a nice guy. Why would you pull a gun on him? Yeah. He's that's, not... that's, that's, that's actually really sweet. It's just so amateur hour down there. It's, it's mm-hmm. like, especially a planet I try not to go downtown no, like, if I can help it. Man. Um, uh, 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 question number five. Uh, describe your first kiss. Um, first kiss. Uh, it well, been, it been yeah, Nicole. earlier, earlier. It yeah. was just, it was just a, those sweet Aww. little pecs that you I guess should, kids do. I wish do. you knew her name. Her last name. Her last name. Yeah, I should, I could, if, I'm sure if I like asked my mom, she'd be like, "Oh yeah, blah blah blah," you know. Oh yeah. So yeah, but yeah, yeah. That was that was from what I can remember. Like my first kiss was like probably my my first like I quote unquote like adult kiss I think I or like you know like in my teen years yeah I worked at um at a um Disney at, at the Backlot Express when I was in high school I had three jobs when I was in high school senior year and one of them was working at Disney at MGM Studios um at Backlot Express which is a restaurant that's conveniently located between the Indiana Jones Stunt Spectacular uh-huh. and Star Tours. You said that once. Yeah, I, I said I said I said it a lot while I worked yeah. there, um, and I learned how to point with like two fingers uh-huh. to be culturally acceptable to Absol- everyone. Absolutely, yeah, yeah it's good stuff. But um, it was it was actually a sad thing because I was essentially told that I was too big to wear like a like a cost like a, a a costume or whatever. That's when you point with one. Finger. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was you know that I could be allowed to part doing it with two fingers. So, so so they so they had to put me in a kitchen because they had larger sizes for for uniforms. Uh-huh. Um, and I, you know I was a pretty husky kid or whatever, so I was like, oh, I guess that makes sense. But I, I I just really needed the money. I wanted to buy a car. You know, so. Um, but at some point, you're making out with a girl, so th- th- yes, this is a yeah. happy ending, so, I think. So, so it worked out. So, so there at the spot, there was this uh, girl named Lena, and um, she was just like really boisterous and like funny. I mean, you know, it's like high school stuff, right? Yeah. And um, and she thought I was cute, um, so we end up like in 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 her in her car. Like after work one day, oh, car making out. Yeah, and um, yeah. and you know, I'm like I'm like 16 or something, because oh, like I'm yeah. a nerdy kid, didn't yeah, really had like that it's, moment it's, yet that's or the whatever. Cool stuff. Yeah. yeah, and um, so 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 I'm just like probably babbling like an idiot, and then she just kind of stops and smiles at me, and I, I, I just I just stop and smile at her, and then she kind of leans in, Aww. and we have we have this 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 like kiss and it's it's actually like i I think it's pretty good yeah the only problem is it wasn't no well well no it was it was like apparently it was a pretty decent kiss but i was all you know i'm also like 16 so Uh the hormones are are raging so let's just say right after the kiss i could not stand up and leave the car (laughs) so i had to like figure out a way to either hide it yeah yeah or like, or like, make it go away, and it just kind of wouldn't happen. And then, because I'm trying to figure this out, I guess there was like either like weird pauses or something. So she got kind of freaked out, like after this this kiss, I'm being all weird or whatever. So, uh, so what ended up happening? <laughs> I should have been like, you know. Little help, little help. Why don't you take care of this too? Boom. <laughs> and uh, who knows? I mean, maybe she would have gone for it. Just high school like a filthy girl. girl. Yeah, and yeah, I, I didn't know. Yeah. So, so, so. But apparently, that moment was so awkward. It was awkward for me. I guess it was pretty awkward for her. 
that um, like she she uh, she wanted to be like my girlfriend, and that Aww. that night I said yes. So the next day I called her, and like she didn't pick up the phone. Aww. So I called her like the day after that, uh -oh. and then her sister picked up and was just like, yeah, she's not here, blah 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 blah. And I was just like, okay. And then I went back to work, and she didn't come back to work. She was like so bugged out, I guess, by the experience that she quit her job. She was afraid so of your heart. She wouldn't have to see me. I guess so. <laughs> she was afraid. She was, of she your was heart afraid on. of my teenage boner. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Good for you. I, I guess yeah. I don't know. I but but you know later I heard that she was like a kind of a hooch and like so I I actually think like. She didn't like me because it seemed like I actually liked her, and oh, it was like just one of those probably like high school girl well, like we'll chalk that up things. with you not dealing drugs. It's Cheers. probably they, best. probably for the best. Yeah, yes, you win the horror. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, uh, your third question, please, sir. My third question is: um, Can I have a hug? Sure. Not. I mean, it doesn't have to be now. It can <laughs> okay. be. It can yeah, be we're, after we're, the after we're, the we're, session. We're, I was gonna do it like just. To, oh, but, cheers. Yeah. Um, cheers. Yeah. But, but that we're, was that we're was gonna, my we're, third. We're, we're gonna give it a hug. Then. All right. Cheers. That's good. I'm glad I brought that up. That's uh, you are you do like hugs? I do. Yeah. It's like the best. You with know? this, if there's a team, if they make a team, I'm gonna put you up for. I would for, appreciate that for captain. If it's uh, like a nomination thing. Uh, then, definitely. Uh, uh, Crest, uh, question number six for you. Uh, do you have any scars, and how did you get them? Oh yeah, I have a few scars. Um. I probably the most noticeable non-noticeable ones are the ones that are on my fingers on my left hand if you can see um, my skin is burned actually mm -hmm. uh -oh. um, yeah and apparently my, my mom says that when I was a kid in uh, Chicago I'm crawling around um, there's a there's an iron on the ironing mm. board you know she leaves to this do is something a terrible story I yeah. pull the cord and oh, it lands on my oh, hand man. and you know I get burned but but then but it just like never left me it's yeah. like still there but oh, it, it's mom. funny Poor mom yeah I know I'm sure she felt in yeah. incredibly bad about it but um but it's funny because the burns like if you look at the size of them they're actually the size of like little little fingers you know oh. it's like this is how big. My finger would have been grown. if I was a baby. You that, know? That's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, but I, I'm all nicked up from like again living in living in Trinidad. We were outside like yeah. all the time, so I was forever like banging my head or scraping my knee or falling out of a tree or you know whatever. Like a bunch of stuff like that happened it, all the time. It's uh, funny, um, and I, I hate to quote the Goo Goo Dolls, <laughs> but I, I'll say I kind of like the Goo Goo Dolls truthfully. Uh, the line of scars are souvenirs you never lose. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just the truth. Like, yeah, for real. I've got a couple like that I, I picked up recently in the last three years of hanging out with my brother and just drinking. Oh, wow. And coming home, walking home from red light when I was up the street. Yeah. And I, I took a fall. Ah, oh, damn. And uh, and this is how, how bad a drunk, stupid person I'm. I landed like this and like like instead of landing like normal person yeah. with my hand flat on the ground, sideways. <laughs> And and I how do you control? I, I have no idea. I, I have no. Just I'm, I must have been drunker than I probably should have been walking. Like home. your physiology yeah, shouldn't uh, allow that. But uh, uh, I had a, a bruise here. Oh, I was no. bleeding here and here in my nose, and I popped up. I'm pointing at my face, by the way. <laughs> I, I popped up and looked at my brother and the people we're hanging out with, and I went, "Are my teeth there? Are my teeth there?" And we went, "Yeah." And I said, "Let's go!" And I started running down the street. <laughs> and he said, "Slow down, slow down. Like, well, let's track you out. Like, you know, there's beer at oh home. My Are my teeth there? Because I knew Dean would be really mad if I, I busted my oh teeth my out. Oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, that's just, that's funny. <laughs> Make him laugh. Uh, we have one more question. Okay. Uh, this is this is a weird one, but I like it. 
How old would would you be if you didn't know how old you were? How old would I be if I didn't know how old I was? I am. Yeah. Um. I I think I'd I'd still be about the maybe maybe like a few years a few years younger. Like I'm I'm like 37 now, so maybe like early early 30s. Like I I, I always consider myself like a late bloomer, but like I I realized that I'm having way more fun in my 30s than yeah. I ever did in my 20s cuz I, I actually know some stuff. And you got some money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. that's pretty much it. It's like means and experience. So it's like I'm no longer really experimenting to see what I do like and what I don't like. I mm-hmm. already have like a pretty good idea. Yeah. And the things I already found out that I that I do like, they they it's like a good a foundation for guessing if I'll like other things. So so you know, I have I have a tendency. You know, I I just have less less tolerance for like bullshit. Yeah. But um, uh, but I would yeah. So but but but, but I would like I would like to think that maybe in like a perfect world I would have come to that realiza- those realizations like a little don't. bit earlier. But you don't. Yeah. 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 Like I I say this I say this often enough. There's there's like no like, you know, there isn't like a definitive timeline for like success you know it's like you know life life is that journey and some people find find out everything they need in the beginning some people find out everything they need in the end but most people are just somewhere in that spectrum you know what i'm saying absolutely yeah Yeah. so so it just you know it just if you're super lucky you stumble into something that's like oh this is what i'm gonna do for the rest of my life or like a good portion lucky most people don't get that yeah most people don't get that at all you know like me like this whole nursing thing that i'm doing now as you can imagine it it changed my lifestyle quite a bit yeah like it's pretty much the exact opposite of what i was doing before which was like partying and playing music like i still play music and all that stuff but you know of, of, of of course you know i have to be much more conscious yeah you of, probably can't be hung over yeah or, of, of, yeah, yeah like yeah so because it's it's important it's important it's an important it's it's important to my patients but it is also very very important to me that you know i i do the best job possible for them you know so um so yeah, yeah like i'm not near as as reckless as I have been in the past with mm-hmm. with you know uh, so myself like I, I don't put other people in the harm's way but maybe you know I, I you know I, I I try to put myself in harm's way but maybe you know but I, I'm probably a little more inclined to like you know take that extra dose of whatever just yeah. to see what happens yeah. you know so but but now it's that's you know I don't don't really do that stuff anymore Good. so but I mean it's it's yeah it's just it's it was it was cool to find something that like made that an easy decision if that makes any sense that's that's cool and what like we we talked about this before we started the podcast what you do is noble oh cheers and and it it's the grace that goes beyond you know goes with people who who are helping like people like my father when he was sick you know Mm. i'd see they generally needed it and uh yeah, you you make a difference in people's lives. Cheers. I I, I like to. I, I mean, I would like to to, to think so. But so, so at the very least, I just I just, it's it's nice to know that I'm I'm actually helping. Like, uh, you know, since it's relatively new to me, people still like ask me about it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, and I, I always say like I never knew that there was a kind of fulfillment like this because I'd never really been in a situation where, like, you know, it's so it's 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 so not about me yeah you know and it's it's like it you know it really doesn't matter like it it's it, it, it's about me in that 
you know, I've I've like amassed the knowledge and gotten the certification to mm -hmm. be able to perform these tasks, which right? is no small task, yeah. by the way. Yeah. No, it's it's tough. Nursing yeah. school is hard. NCLEX yeah. is hard. Um, but um, but 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 now that I've been deemed like knowledgeable enough to to be able to take care of people on that level, then like the entire focus is shifted on them. I'm there for them. I'm there to do what like they need me to do and make them as comfortable doing it as I possibly can. Cuz cuz some of the situations just aren't comfortable yeah, situations. Yeah. You know, you got you know that they have to like, you know, this robe like I mean, if you'd asked me 5 years ago that I'd be seeing like naked people every yeah. day, yep. naked old people every day, I'd be like you're insane that why would I ever put myself in that, in position? that position but now it's just like that's just the job but you know? to do that with with an amount of grace and make and, and keep the humility and the, the you know let let those people have their dignity oh, well I mean it's 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 how it needs to be absolutely yeah Good for that's, you. I'm that's, proud of you yeah I, I really am I and I, I think I told you that one time like outside no. oh uh, yeah 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 you Andy definitely Bar. did and I really, it, I really it's been interesting that. watching your journey yeah uh, because <laughs> from, from the time when you you'd, you'd come in on ecstasy and hug me for five minutes <laughs> to, to now that you're you're taking care of people who need it the yeah. most yeah uh, it's pretty and cool. Dee Dee and I talked about this when 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 uh I talked to her I got like I, I Saturday when I said you know we were going to interview you uh uh I, we think you're the perfect person for the job oh cheers you know that, thank that's, you uh, it's it's uh yeah I, I seem I seem to be well you well seem suited happy, for it which yeah is nice yeah, I, yeah. It, it, it's, it's it's such a it's it, it was I mean as bizarre it is, as it is like a duck to water situation especially yeah. the the social aspect of it because mm -hmm. you know like I'm walking into someone's home for the first time you know, like I have to, within the few seconds, I have to to get them to a level of comfort to yeah. where they'll communicate effectively enough. So with me, so I can help them as much as I can. Absolutely. And that's a tough thing to, to do, you know, especially like, you know, someplace like Lake County in Florida, where it's kind of in the sticks and maybe, you know, it isn't as culturally diverse to see this kind of burly brown dude with, you know, come in and be yeah. like, hey, what's up? And you're just like, oh, you're a likable cat. What's though. this going to be? Be you like, mean, well, yeah, thank you. I, I definitely appreciate that. But that, but that's, I, that's I gonna, love the job. I good. really, I really I'm, love the job. I'm so proud of you. I really am. I, I know it's, it sounds like I'm blowing smoke up your ass, but uh, uh, when because I, I used to worry about you a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I think probably a few people do. Yeah, uh, you know, I'd see you doing your thing, and your thing looked cool. But I mean, it's like there's only so many days you can do that party thing until four o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah, uh, for real. Before you start, and you managed to do it and make mildly good decisions. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of. I'm sure you've had a lot of bad decisions offered you. I've, I've, oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've had you know like a like a few moments you know where things got out of hand, like the. I've blacked out. It's funny, right? Like all the stuff that I used to do, which is quite a bit of stuff, um, sometimes all at once. The only thing that ever made me like lose time yeah. was was alcohol. Was yeah, like that, whiskey. That's, yeah, it's the worst. You know? Yeah. So like I've 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 only I've blacked out three times in my life, and after that last time, I was just like, I'm not gonna do this. I anymore. blacked out last night. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's been it's been probably at least a decade for me, but good. um, good. but the that's very the very first time I blacked out, I woke up in jail. Ooh, good. Yeah. I, that, damn it. Where's that very, question when I need it? Very first time. Damn it. Usually that's yeah. a question. Have you ever been arrested? Yeah. Oh, next, next time. Yeah, and I don't even remember. Yeah. And I, but it's such a, it's such a crazy story because it's seriously like I'm having the time of my life at this club. It was like it was back in the day. Um, 
pro- probably around the same time, like two thousand one or yeah, 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 maybe maybe a little bit, maybe no, probably like oh three. I think it was like the first year that I was living in the place that I live now, and um, I was going, um, I was big into like house music back then. Yeah. Um, and I was, you know, I, I had a bunch of friends in like the, the local house music scene and I was learning the like DJ and yeah. stuff like that. And, you know, and uh, uh, actually mix records. And it was the last the last time that this group H Foundation was going to play as H Foundation. And it's DJs Halo and Hippie. I know. And they were, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it was at it was downtown at the place they call one now. It was like that bank or whatever that keeps on turning over. I don't know. It's a. Up in the corner down by Jimmy Jones. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so, so it's it's sort of like upstairs ish. There's an upstairs part I've, of it. I've never been. Yeah, that, yeah. I, 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 I haven't been. Well, yeah. uh, I was there like a, quite a few years later, so it turned into something else. But, but that particular night, you know, it's um, you know, it's me and like seriously like 15, 20 of like friends, people that I chill with on a regular basis, uh-huh. and um, and a cat. Um, who, who had her own like crew at the time, and she was a DJ as well. Uh, she introduced me to my bartender, which was a friend of hers. So he was just gonna hook it up, right? Oh, that's always and, a bad thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and back then, I was drinking like Jack and Coke. That oh, was like my drink of choice. Yeah. So it was like you know Jack, like like almost to the glass, and like a spritz of Coke. Yeah. And I must have had like th- at least three of those, right? Uh-huh. So, so I'm having the time of my life, and everything's going great. And there's good music, and I'm dancing, and then it's seriously like fade to black. Right, and then like I open my eyes and I'm on a concrete slab oh, in a place oh. that I can't desert, discern for a few minutes, and then I kind of pop up and I look around and like like they've 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 cut the necklace from around my neck. I'm Your in like a wife beater. Yeah. My, my shoes are gone. I'm in like you know like some jeans and a wife beater, and I, I had like big crazy kind of afro back then, um, and um, I. Awesome. I, I used to keep it down with like a headband uh-huh. you know I remember, so that, yeah, I remember that look yeah. yeah and then so so I pulled so that was gone <clears throat> my glasses were gone so um, you can't see so yeah, yeah so everything's blurry and so I have no idea like where my old, I am, he- my old like, hangover yeah. got, got a poop uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was no, it was it was pretty it was pretty insane and then I, I basically like I was just like I think I'm, I think I'm in jail, and then you know, like it was like four in the morning when I'm I woke definitely up or whatever. In jail, yeah. yeah, and then like a corrections officer walked by, and I'm like, okay, I'm definitely in jail now, sir. So, yeah, apparently I was I was so drunk I was so yeah. drunk that they had to fingerprint me when I woke up because they couldn't do it when they brought me in. But uh, like, you know, told by friends what happened. What what happened was, I was just really wasted. And um, they had like uh, at at the venue they had one of those bars where you know it would flip up so people could go through it right. Uh-huh. Well, apparently I had been leaning on on the bar before, and then someone had flipped it up, and I went back to lean on it and fell through the bar, right? So they were like, "Oh, he's too drunk. We got to get him out of here." So they kicked me out, but they kicked me out of this like back entrance which is like on the second floor like around the back of the building so i have to come down like all these stairs oh no and apparently i tried to get back into the same venue but went into another venue Uh so so here's this drunk guy trying to get in this place and like no you're too drunk you can't come in here and and uh i the police report it said (laughs) you know like I kept on repeating, all I want to do is go inside and be with my friends. Aww. Yes, you know? So it was like this. Yeah, so 
So, um, so, so, and also in the report, it said they turned me away seven times. And on the eighth time, you they really decided, like your friends. Yeah, they yeah. <laughs> they decided that they, you know, that they, they had to take me downtown because I was I was being a nuisance or whatever. You were, and they trespassed me. I most definitely was. You, you were a nuisance. But, but um, but so what was what was what was what was really funny, right? Is as you said, you know, I can, I you know, I can maybe look intimidating, you know, because I'm yeah, I'm big fella. Yeah, sort of burlyish, yeah, and yeah. um, you know, like you know, my, my resting face maybe isn't the friendliest. And then, unbeknownst to me, because I hadn't seen myself, I you know I, I saw so my um, my my uh, my mugshot later. Can we I, find your mugshot? You probably can. Oh, you I'm gonna make it your can. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> you probably can. But um, so it's me and a wife beater uh-huh. for one, right? It's a good look. No no glasses, yeah. and my hair is all big and crazy. But but in the photo, it looks like I have two horns. Coming out of the top of my head in like, but with like hair, so I kind of look like the devil, and I'm just like pissed off. So they got this like gnarly looking face on. Caption: I want to yeah. be with my friends. Yeah, exactly. Owen, who's good to be with my friends, and um, and uh, at the time, I wore I wore like blue nail polish. I think I remember that. Also. Yeah. yeah. So um, so I remember being in like the holding tank. And a couple hiding, of, hiding your fingers. Actually, yeah. actually, no. But having a couple of people come up to me and like, we're maybe try to talk or something, or say or do something, and they would look at me, and I, and I just kind of glower at them. They would look at me, they would look at my hands, they would look at me again, and then just walk away. It's probably best. <laughs> yeah, they probably. were just like, I don't know what this dude's capable of. So, so did did you get charges pressed? No, you? no. Eventually, everything just, just got dropped. It just got. It just went away. Wow, good. It just went away. And so now, I now now you're you're living the good life. No, <laughs> I'm trying definitely. Good. Is there anything you need to you want to plug? Are you doing um, anything? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, I have a I have a series I do at Will's Pub called the Grand Collab. Okay. Um, and it's a multi-genre show. We have like five acts, usually all different. Um, you know, I usually have a hip hop act in there because I, you know, I I love hip hop, mm-hmm. um, and I'm a considered like part of like the local hip hop scene. Um, so I always try to include that. You know, um, if 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 I'm doing something that has a lot of different genres, I always put hip hop in. But I, you know, I love m- several genres of music. I love music. You know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, so so it's my attempt to kind of cross the cultural streams to get as many different people in a room to listen to good music cool, as cool I possibly music, yeah. can. So um, it's our year anniversary, November 29th. Um, the the roster isn't finalized yet, but our headliner is going to be Indigo Black. And if you're not familiar, get familiar. The dude's amazing. He's an incredible producer. Mm-hmm. Um, he does like really cool stuff with like looping live. Um, he's got a like a dope voice. He's MC. He's either like a super multi talented guy. Okay. Um, and he's actually doing. Um, he has like a, like a mixtape release in a couple of weeks. Uh, but super talented cat and everyone else uh, so on the roster is really good too we're gonna have the grand collab all-stars which is a collection of like the mcs and some of the producers that have been in previous grand collabs um we have a band called the wellsians um a a band from uh, south florida called black hoss shake which is kind of like um i don't know it's like it's it's kind of hard to it's kind of hard to explain, but it's kind kind of got more like more like American roots 
type of type of feel to it, but also kind of like a modern punkish feel as well. That's kind of fun. Cool. Yeah, so you no, really mix it up. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. it's it's super different. You know, super different stuff. And we have an artist coming in as well that that'll do some like live painting. Oh, excellent. Um, yeah, so it, it should be pretty good. And I I, I do that with uh, Sandra Quinlan, um, who's a, a local uh, like artist and photographer, and a super super dope person. Um, and we yeah, it's 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 been it's been an adventure to say the least because. You know, to to try to put together a show like every month or now every two months with yeah. that, that that many acts and that diverse acts is a lot tougher than we originally anticipated. But um, you know, I I just really wanted, you know, because I, I heard too many people say like everyone's so you know everyone's so clicky and you know there's all these all this great music happening, but no one plays together. We've got a good scene here. Yeah, we've got just, amazing like, it's not scene. Unified. At yeah, all. exactly. Yeah. So so I'm I'm trying to to just like, always have. Like, like, just you know, try to get as many different people to be like, oh, like, oh, there's a hip hop cat over there. I love his stuff. Maybe I'll go work with him. Or there's an acoustic person that I I didn't even know existed, and their music is great. So maybe I'll go and you know and see what they're about. And trying to trying to just like, kind of, kind of, kind of erase the lines that are keeping us apart because we all basically want the same thing. You know, good for you. As far as like like creatively, and then the other thing I do regularly. Um, and um, it's me and uh, Andrew Ramos, who is an amazing um, MC and also a super dope person. Um, he came to me because he wanted to to, to curate a show. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just like, cool, let's do it. So I found a spot for it and I handled, you know, like logistics, essentially. I handled the money um, and making sure that, you know, everything runs properly and that the sound is right and all of that. And he handles all the artist relations. So he, uh, it's called quality control, and it's kind of hip hop based, mm-hmm. um, but but it's like hip hop soul acoustic. We have like we've had like live bands come in, like Honey J, and like also all, all, it's 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 actually really interesting and diverse as well, um, but kind of from 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 like a hip hop perspective, and we've been doing that for for almost a year as well. And the next one I believe is the fifteenth. It's the second Saturday in November. Um, and we, we've had a multitude of, of amazing, amazing acts go through there uh, as well. Where's and that? That's at St. Matthew's. Uh, oh, is uh, that that place on 1792? Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. yeah it's, it's a ton of Orlando Avenue, uh, like essentially kind of across from where Peacock is, or yeah, yeah. used to be, which is the guest house now. I don't know if you know they reopened that. No, no, no. I it's actually pretty chill in there. Check it out. But, um, but yeah, so, 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 so it's, it's around that area. And it's, it's, it's a really interesting vibe in there. Um, it's, you know, it's like a church. On Sundays for like yeah, an I've been hour, there once and then, or twice. yeah, 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 it's 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 all right. I I I actually I actually really like it there. And Matt likes the diversity that we bring because you know there um, you there's like after I you know I had a, I had a thing for like three years called Dope Operatic, and that was like kind of like the so one of the premier Orlando hip hop nights. And mm-hmm. I realized like so my second year that we were doing it that uh, at that time there were no other hip hop shows that showcased hip hop local hip hop Orlando's always done house and downtown techno, area yeah, yeah. There, there's not a whole lot of hip hop no. around here but there's amazing hip like every monday um, at Austin's Coffee if you want to see the Orlando scene and what people are capable of uh-huh. uh, they have an open mic there every monday and it's dope it's yeah. dope 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 um, is it dope it's super dope okay um, but so 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 like from that and from other things I saw happening I realized that 
that there wasn't like you know there wasn't really like a uh, like a platform for a local artist to really like spread their wings they would get a few minutes at an open mic or be with like 15 other artists at like a hip-hop showcase where they would get to do maybe one or two songs and i was like how are you supposed to get a real feel for someone with that short amount of time, like yeah. a real feel for it, like yeah, see what they're capable of. I mean, the first couple of minutes on stage is just them being nervous. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. So, so, so I was like, well, I'm going to do a show that focuses on hip hop, um, where you know we have uh, two to three guests and a host who does an opening set, um, and you know, so people can like spread their wings and do a full actual set. Cool. We did this at Peacock, and uh, the host was a D2 Derwin, one of my best friends. He just recently moved to uh, Las Vegas and we had to like break up the band that we had in the industry um, and a few other things but I I miss him so much because in such a short amount of time like of all the partnerships that I've had like you know me and someone else that was like the most prolific because we did that night for three years and it became premiere and then we had the band for about three years and we we, we toured on that like a lot of the dreams that I wanted you know to 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 have come true in regards to what i would be doing with music it's like it it happened with our team up you know and um it was it was and it worked out perfectly because he he's the perfect front man like he's he's very charismatic and super energetic and incredibly talented like he's very very good at what he does you know and he's able to to like kind of like extrapolate the best parts of of so what's happening now uh-huh. and, and and but but but, but still you know ha, it, like a present it in a way that's like that's like credible and like not about like pop and selling out or whatever it's just like it's the best from you know the stuff that's popular but you know it's got so much substance behind it it, it you know it, it'll allows it to be familiar enough to where you want to listen to it you know, but like but different enough that it's it's still interesting. Yeah, 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 and it's 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 real. It isn't just you know some like trap rap or they're talking about nonsense. He's talking about real stuff. Cool. You know, like real deal storytelling. Um. Uh. So. So so yeah. So after Dope Operatic was done, after the Peacock Room closed, like I had to find a way to keep uh, hip hop like re- relevant in Orlando and on Mills, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, to me, that's one of like the, the, the c- c- cultural lifelines. Yeah, it's an know? interesting street. Yeah, most yeah. definite. And there's a lot of cool stuff happens there. So, so it was just around that time. Andrew came to me. and was just like, I was thinking about maybe trying to put a show together. And I'm like, this is perfect. And we've been, like I said, we've been doing it for a while. So what's dope is that, um, you know, like I, you know, having that show for, for so long, I really, I got to know a lot of the people um, that were in the the local hip hop scene, like a lot of them. Yeah, like, yeah. M- 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 I-, I thought most of them, you know. But then he comes on and he starts bringing in all these people that I've never heard of, and they're amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, this is so cool, you know. I, I it's like I thought I already, you know. I, it, I, honestly, it was probably pretty arrogant of me to think. It's a bigger oh, like, town than you I thought. Know, it was. Yeah, I yeah. know everyone that's cool in Orlando that does hip hop, you know, because I had this show or whatever, um, and so many people came through. But he, he, but 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 to be honest, the people that he's bringing through are like much younger. You know what I'm saying? Much We're much old, younger. Dude. Yeah, we are. We are. We are a little bit older. So yeah. so it it was just like I felt so you know revitalized by that. I'm like worried. We aren't just going over the same the same territory that we did with the other show. This is a completely new thing. I bet you those know? kids think you're the coolest too. Um, ah, they do. You know they do. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, they 
they tell me that you know <laughs> that, um, I, no, I'm, um, I'm nice I'm assuming there's some sort of website that I can put on the links to the oh, show oh sure um, we'll, 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 we'll put a website for all this so you can uh, go to our links at, at uh, the information part of my podcast and Cheers. you can find all this stuff out um, thank you Chris I love you man I love I, you I, too I know we don't hang out very often but uh, you've, you've always always been an interesting friend yeah yeah no you're, um, you're a dope cat so, man so, so thanks thanks for Chris uh, I want to thank CJ Mask for writing the music at the beginning and the end of this you haven't heard my music I got music I got that's a theme cool. song that's dope I know it's it's alright um, go to cjmask.com and he never updates that and send him an email because <laughs> he plays all over the place and maybe we can get him to update his his uh, website and make him famous or something. Uh, go to scotchagoodconversation.com. Uh, that's my website. You can find all my episodes on there. And uh, it's, it's a really, really horrible website. And if you want to fix it for me, uh, send me an email at scotchandgoodconversation.gmail. Go to my Facebook. Leave me a message. Uh, go to my Instagram. Uh, send me a picture. I don't, I don't know. I, I did do that. <laughs> um, please rate, review, and subscribe my, to my show. Subscribe. That, that helps me out a lot. And, and tell a friend if you could. Uh, you know, if you uh, if if you follow me on Facebook and you see me post, you're a friend of Chris or something, you see me post this, you just repost it, share it, because uh, this way we get the information out and help yeah. promote me and help promote Chris. Um, uh, thank you very much. No, thank you I'm for gonna, having I, me. I, I feel I'm, honored. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna hug Chris now. Yay! All right, you guys. Uh, thanks a lot. Peace. Bye bye. Thank you.